This is Amy Bauman, and you are listening to Speaking Truth with Love. For more information about myself or For His Glory Ministry, you can head to amybauman.com. Now here is today's show. Hey, good morning and welcome to The Chair. My name is Amy Bauman and we meet here every Tuesday, uh, our Tuesday teaching. So I'm so glad that you're joining us. And if you're joining us for the very first time, a very special welcome to you. Today, we're going to be talking about preventative maintenance. And maybe you are going to be listening today and say, you know what? I do need a tune-up. So we're going to talk about that. But before we get started, let's open with prayer. Father God, I thank you for today. I thank you that we can just come together and learn more about you. And I'm just so grateful for this opportunity. And I just pray for each person watching, each person listening, Lord, that you will open up their hearts and their ears for what it is that you have to say directly to them this morning. Holy Spirit, we invite you into this place that you will anoint me so that I will speak your truth with love. We love you and praise you and ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So as you know, if you've been following along, that most of my uh, teachings are based off of uh, epic fails, things that have happened in my life, experiences, and this one is the same. Uh, so a couple weeks ago, I had a really busy day. I was getting around. I was actually running a couple minutes late. I had to go to biblical counseling with a client, and then I was supposed to drive over and help my kids. They were going to be moving, and so I was going to be babysitting that day and watching them while they were doing some painting and moving in. So it was a jam-packed day. I had lots to, lots of things to do. I get out into the garage. I get into the car, and there's nothing. It's click, 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 click. And this is a first for me. I mean, and when you talk about preventative maintenance, I would say that we do a pretty good job uh, keeping keeping up on the vehicle. I have a 2004 Jeep and it's got 130,000 miles. I got it from my mom. My mom was the first owner and uh, when she couldn't drive anymore, she asked if, if it would be something that I would like to have. And so it's been a, a great gift and a great vehicle. You know, we've done the new tires and, and uh, oil changes and uh, a tune-up and, and all of that. And so I just used it the night before. I hadn't left any lights on. I didn't leave anything, any doors open. And so, but there was nothing. It was a completely dead battery. And so I do what all people do when you're married and you're alone is I called my husband. Okay, it won't turn over. This is what it sounds like. And I'm holding the phone out to the engine and, and he's like, yep, you've got a dead battery. So he walked me through what I needed to do. I got a, a trickle charger and I had to find the release for the hood and, and get a stick because I don't have a stick that holds the, the hood up. Long story short, um, we put the trickle charger on it. I'm touching the battery and there's nothing. It's, it's dead. It, it is, it is completely dead. And so I am late now. I'm late for meeting with my client. I'm going to be late going to my, my kids' house. And so I'm saying to my husband, okay, I'll leave it here. I'll leave the trickle charger on it and I'll, I'll get a ride. And 
My husband takes such good care of me that as I'm making the phone calls and trying to get a ride set up to get into town, in pulls my neighbor and he puts, you know, the, the battery charger on mine and gives my Jeep a jump and it starts. And then my husband said, hey, I need you to go into um, this place in Zealand and get a new, a new battery. I'm just pretty sure it's a dead. And so everything worked out. I mean, absolutely everything. And I was so grateful that my husband was watching over me. I was so grateful that God was giving him direction. And, and I ended up, I'm not joking you, I was supposed to be at my kid's house at 11 a.m. and I pulled in at 11 a.m. It was crazy. And I was, I was so grateful. But as I was, as I was looking at my day and, and comparing that, you know, and Holy Spirit is talking to me about, you know, sometimes this happens in life. We can have that preventative maintenance and we can do all the things that we are supposed to do, but things are still going to come up. Things are still going to happen. We're still going to have flat tires. We're still going to have dead batteries. We're, we're still going to have issues in our families and in our marriages. But are we ready for them? Are we taking care of things in a way that we're ready for when those things do come up. Now, I, I don't think I was completely ready. I stayed pretty calm, but my husband was ready. My husband was ready to get the neighbor over there to get the, the Jeep jump started. And he had a name of someone that I could go and get it taken care of. And, and, and that all worked out. And so, but, but what about when we're, when we're struggling and we're, we're moving through life and, and something big comes up? Do we have the things in place to, to help us? Are we leaning on the Lord? And is he our refuge when we have these dead batteries in life? I know today, I think out of any other time that I've, I've witnessed, this is a hard this is a hard season, right? There's so much going on in the world. There's, there's so many things that are distracting us. The enemy is so rampant and anywhere you look, you're going to see things happening and, and struggles and fear and pain. And I think it's now's the time to ask ourselves, do we need to tune up? Do we need to do something different so that we are ready we're ready for anything. And preventative maintenance and oil changes and new tires and new batteries can't just happen in our vehicles. We have to be able to take a look at our lives and, and make sure that we're taking care of ourselves, that we're doing some preventative things so that when something does happen, prayerfully it doesn't, but when it does, that we don't just fall apart on the side of the road and want to give up. We have got to be able to know that even though weapons form, they won't prosper. Even though things happen, that our lives are not going to fall apart because God loves us, because God's word tells us that he's going to provide for us, because God's word tells us that he's faithful. And so 
something to think about as you're looking at your own life, as you're thinking about whether or not you maybe need a tune-up spiritually. I want to remind you of, of some preventative things that we can do as Christians, as believers. Proverbs 27, 12 says, The prudent sees danger and hides himself, but the simple go on and suffer for it. If we see danger in our lives, what are we doing? Are we walking right into it or are we taking cover and, and shielding ourselves from that and shielding our families? Isaiah 54, 17, no weapon that is fashioned against you shall succeed, praise the Lord, and you shall confute every tongue that rises against you in judgment. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their vindication from me declares the Lord. You see, God never promised that the weapons wouldn't form, but he did promise that they won't prosper. Things are going to happen in this life. You're going to have flat tires. You're going to have dead batteries. You're going to have struggles in your marriage. You're going to have financial issues. Even when you try, even when you try to, to keep on a straight road, things are going to happen. The enemy is going to come in and attack and he's going to try and tear you down and wear you down. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. Proverbs 18.10, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous man runs into it and is safe. Are you running to the Lord when you're having a struggle? Are you trusting and believing that he is going to protect you and that he's going to bring you through whatever you're experiencing right now? Deuteronomy 31.6, be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Are you believing that today? Are you believing that the Lord will not forsake you? I got to tell you, I was blown away by my husband calling the neighbor and lining up a place for me to take my Jeep to get the new battery. But why shouldn't I be confident in my husband to take care of me when that's something that he does? That's our partnership, that's our marriage, that's our covenant. And yet, when we look at the bigger picture, why wouldn't God help us? Why wouldn't God protect us? Why wouldn't God strengthen us when we ask him to? And that's what his word tells us, that he will. It's when we doubt, it's when we don't believe that we nullify our, nullify our prayers, that we struggle when we're not believing that, that God is going to do what he says he's going to do. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. All things. Are you believing that today? Are you believing that God is going to strengthen you and help you? in that situation at work, in that struggle in your marriage, in that thing that you're having with your neighbor. He's going to strengthen you. Proverbs 17, 22, a joyful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. I can tell you from experience that I traveled 17 years without joy in my heart. 
and without praise on my lips. And I was completely dried up and empty and depressed. The joy of the Lord is our strength, and we need to be thanking Him and praising Him and camping on that when we're struggling and not allow the enemy to, to take, tear us down. And then finally, Psalm 34, 22, the Lord redeems the life of his servants. None of those who take refuge in him will be condemned. My friends, if you are struggling today, you need to lean on the Lord. You need to be confident of what his word tells us. You need to believe that he is going to swoop in and jumpstart your life and help you navigate the next step to get to where you need to go every single time. Preventative maintenance. Are you in God's word? Are you praying every day, trusting and believing in what he says? Are you renewing your mind? Are you taking a Bible study? Are you doing a class? Are you reading a devotional? Are you spending time in church with other believers, in person or online? What are you doing to feed your faith so that you're going to believe that God is going to be there for you no matter what? Preventative maintenance, not only for our vehicles. We need to be uh, pouring into our lives so that we are ready when there could be a flat tire when there could be a dead battery. It happened to me. I'm telling you the truth. Use these words today, these encouraging words to help you on your journey, no matter what you're going through, no matter what chair you're sitting in. Maybe it's time for a tune-up. Maybe it's time to, to dig a little deeper and to really truly believe that God loves you and that he wants to help you the next step. Let's pray. Father God, thank you. Thank you for loving us so much. Thank you for always being there for us, Lord, and help us to see you. Help us to trust you and not doubt you. Help us to believe in your word. So I just pray for each person listening, each person watching, that no matter what they're going through right now, that they will open up their hearts, their ears, their eyes, their spirits. They will receive you, Lord, and trust and believe that you have their best motives in mind that they can just come to you and with all of their requests, what, whatever they need, Lord, and that you will refill them and refuel them for their journey. We just thank you for this time, and we just ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for joining us. If you need more information, more resources, please go to my website, amybauman.com. We have a prayer wall. We have daily devotions. We have a store. We have lots of resources to help you on your own journey. But until next time, until we can be together again, be blessed. Thanks so much for joining me today. Stay tuned for more Tuesday teachings, Sunday sermons, and encouraging messages along the way. And until next time, be blessed.